Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Writing Excuses, episode 12. 15 minutes long, because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Dan. And I'm Stacy. Okay, and if you haven't figured it out by now, that's actually not Howard. Um, that's <laughs> Stacy. Um, we're doing. Uh, we're talking about submitting to editors this week, and we have a special guest star, Stacy Whitman, who is a who is an editor for Mirrorstone Books, um, which is a subsidiary of Wizards of the Coast. Imprint. Imprint of Wizards of the Coast in uh, Washington, and she's out here for World Horror Convention, and we grabbed her to do. A podcast. And so we're going to talk about how to submit to editors. And I want to start with the fun stuff. Let's start with dumb mistakes, stupid stuff to not do. <laughs> Stacy, go for it. Um, first big mistake, yeah. not reading the submission guidelines. Ooh. <laughs> giving me picture books if I say I don't want picture books. Giving me adult fiction if I say I'm a children's book editor. Now, this Things is a, like that. a big problem I hear in children's literature because people who don't write <laughs> children's literature or don't read it don't understand how many subdivisions there are in children's literature. In fact, I got in big trouble with this when I first was getting into children's. Indeed. And they don't understand that if you publish one type of children's literature, it doesn't mean you publish picture books or chapter books or middle grade. You may just do YA only. Mm-hmm. Um, or you may do them all, but yeah. if you say I do children's books, a lot of people just assume you're doing picture books. And yeah. you might be doing middle grade novels or you might be doing teen books. Okay. And so... Dan, you got any, you got any dumb any things awesome you've heard of? Any dumb yeah. submission things? Yeah. Um, I, I, this is kind of like submission guidelines, but make sure that you're submitting to an editor that reads your kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, or in my case, agent. Even after I had sold my book to an editor, it took me three tries to find an agent because I was selling a horror book to fantasy agents and they didn't want it. Yeah. So make sure you're in the right market and you know who you're talking to. A good agent who doesn't represent your type of stuff will tell you, look, this is great, but I don't do this. I don't have the connections. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be able to get this book yeah. in the right hands. Which and, is what they told me. And, and they I passed said, on oh, it to their credit. That's foolish of me. Yeah. A, lot of, uh, a couple of, of agents were here this weekend, mm -hmm. and they were saying the same thing. Um, one agent um, that I was um, out with the other night, we actually made a list. Oh. Um, go to Kristen Nelson's blog sometime. Okay. Um, we made a list of you might have a tired YA um, idea if mm. <laughs> and we made a list <laughs> yeah. um, the first one was if your protagonist gets eaten in the first chapter by the monsters probably not a YA oh okay <laughs> it, it just seemed kind of obvious yeah, well okay I'll throw that one out yeah <laughs> <laughs> strike that one off the I, list I, I had one of those too <laughs> no my big biggest comment on this to people would be um, and you know my editorial experience is somewhat slim I did work um, on a magazine as an editor for a while, uh, Leading Edge. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> act like a professional. If you act like a professional, people will treat you like a professional. And I think that's the big one I would say to people. If you're submitting your stuff Definitely. to an editor, you want to come across as a professional. How do you do that? Um, well, first of all, 
you don't say my kid read this and they love it. <laughs> <laughs> or I took it to the the class that I teach and they love it. You are my a mom loves this book. You are in a you are a person in, as an adult. Mm -hmm. As a parent, as a teacher, as a librarian, you are a person in a position of power. Of course they're going to tell you that yeah. they love it. And so a very limited audience isn't going to be able to tell you that, that you're doing well. It just means that your kids love you. Okay. And they probably don't want to tell you that. that your book is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, how do you act like a professional? What are things that you can do in submitting? Wear a suit. <laughs> Always wear a suit. <laughs> because we'll see it on the other end of the yes. mail. Yeah. No. How do you act like a professional? Um, well, for one, one thing, be very careful of simultaneous submissions. Okay. Because yeah. most places hate those. Um, one thing you have to remember if you're going to submit to two places simultaneously, assuming your thing's good enough to get picked up, you're going to have to tell one of those places actually no I can't sell this to you even though it's, I want to just be aware um, that there are editors who say specifically I do take simultaneous yeah there, there are many I do My it's becoming more and more does. because the the time period of, of response know, can get quite long mm -hmm. but but that's an important point because that's part of do your research when you send it to an editor or to an agent because sometimes you have to send it through an yeah. agent to get into a house um, make sure that they specify one way or the other and assume if they don't say we take simultaneous submissions that they probably don't. Yeah. And most of what I've heard, I've always been confused on what is a simultaneous submission. You can query multiple places. Is that okay? Yeah. You can, can you send sample chapters to multiple places? I think so. And so when we're saying simultaneous to submit, if you actually send sample chapters to multiple places and two of them get back and say, this sounds really good, send us the full manuscript, and neither of them say they accept simultaneous submissions, the thing to do is to submit the manuscript to one and write to the other and say, I'm sorry, it's, it's with an editor right now. I'll, can, I'll send it to you as soon mm -hmm. as I hear back from them. Exactly. Um, and that will make you look like a professional. They're not going to get that and say, oh, I'm going to, you know, they're not saying to me. They're not going to be offended. They're going to actually be impressed that yeah. you're not simultaneously. Exactly. Yeah. And, and then when you do get it back, if it's rejected by yeah. the other, then you just say to the person, however long it's been. Yeah. Thank you for waiting. Um, here's the manuscript. It, here's yeah. the manuscript. It, it is now available for your consideration. Yeah. All right. Time for the tour book of the week. This week we're um, promoing Little Brother by Cory Doctorow. From Cory Doctorow comes Little Brother, a timely, fast-moving adventure story. Brian K. Vaughn calls it a worthy younger sibling to Orwell's 1984. Big Brother is watching. Bet on the kid. Little Brother by Cory Doctorow, new and hardcover from Tour Team. Um, now, now, in addition to doing research before you send something, you should always keep records of where you've already sent stuff. Yeah. Keep, a, keep a, a list or a cheat sheet of all of your novels or short stories, where they were sent, how, when they were sent there, and then make sure to keep notes on the comments you get back. Um, I talked to a guy at World Horror who submitted a story to an editor and a couple of weeks later got a letter back saying, I haven't read your thing yet, but I rejected it last time you sent it to me, and I'm probably going to reject it again this time. I don't want to read it again. And he just forgotten and, and he'd usually, already sent it there. And usually the people that get rejected multiple times are the one, the people that stand out that I've read it already, I've read it already, are the ones that you're standing out for a reason, and it's not usually good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I... I can't tell you, there are so many submissions that I get that should seem obvious 
but sometimes it's not, especially in children's literature. Um, number one, if you're submitting a picture book, you don't have to do the illustrations yourself and you don't have to hire an illustrator. In fact, you usually don't. You should not. Yeah. You should not. So you don't have to send it as a storyboard or anything like that. Just send plain eight and a half by 11, double spaced mm -hmm. manuscript, you know, nice professional looking text. And especially for books for older readers, especially for books for adults, you don't have to have it on fancy paper. You don't have to have it in fancy fonts. It doesn't ever have to look what you might think of as it looks prettier with right. those pretty fonts. You know, it just needs to have oh. Times, Courier, whatever nice standard font that you like. It doesn't have to be Courier, but it does have to look professional. I think what we're getting to here, and th I think this is an extremely important point for, for new authors to understand. Um, and Dan's daughter just wandered in. Hi. Everyone say hi to my daughter. Hi. Say hi, Audrey. Okay, she's not going <laughs> to talk. Kind of shy. <laughs> um, the, the idea is that you, you want to let the text speak for itself. Let the text speak, mm -hmm. not exactly. the dumb thing that you've done to try and draw attention. Don't send in your, um, your cover letter with the, the corners singed as if it had been in a fire. Don't um, turn pages in your manuscript yeah, because down you know and, what yeah. I'll do? If yeah. I find a manuscript page turned around or turned upside down, I'll flip the page, I'll read it, and then I'll turn it back around the way you... I really don't care. It's not going to show you one way or another whether I got past a certain page or not. Yeah, this, what mm -hmm. she's referencing is there are all these little silly tricks. They're more like urban lore among authors. Than I've had real. that happen. But they'll submit a page upside down or backwards, assuming that if the editor gets that point, they'll flip it around. That way they'll know how far the editor read. Or they'll stick two pages together. Or things like this. Which just, is just silly. Just don't do stuff like this. Let your text talk. Mm -hmm. Don't exactly. let the color because of your text. Those kinds yeah. of memorable things mm -hmm. will... They'll stick in my mind, yeah, but not for a good reason. Yeah. Well, and you may just submit them um, out of hand. Um, you may just reject them straight out of hand. I've um, one story I like on this. I was at when I was at uh, Worldcon last time. I sat on a panel that uh, several magazine editors were talking. I believe it was. Oh, I can't remember which of the big three. It was. It was maybe Analog Asimov, FNSF. One of these guys was up there. Um, it it might have been. Might have been Van Gelder, and he was saying. When we get a batch of submissions, we, we read submissions, we kind of have reading parties. We're going to read through all these sort of story submissions. And we will take the big batch, the big huge chunk of them. Half of them we can discard without ever reading more than the cover letter because yep. they've done something stupid, like sent the cover letter on a strange color that we think is dumb, or they've sent the wrong genre, or it's the wrong length, or it's just mm -hmm. half get caught, tossed out. And then we can toss out half of what's, what's left by just reading the first paragraph. <laughs> I would say, I, I'm gonna admit to a little thing here. Yeah. I don't care about cover letters. Mm. I really don't care. Well, let's qualify that. I won't look at a cover letter first. I mm. look at your writing first. And if the writing doesn't catch me, your cover letter doesn't matter. But if the writing catches me, if it's something that I'm interested in after a couple of pages, I'll go back to the cover letter and say, okay, so what's the synopsis? What yeah. are your writing credits? That, that's all I care about. It doesn't need, no, please stop starting cover letters with rhetorical questions. Oh. Um, My agent hates these two. Yeah, um, I think pretty much there's an industry disgust for them because it's like, have you ever um, wondered if an elephant might come into your room what you would do? No. 
<laughs> no, I really haven't. <laughs> Boy, I, th I thought I was the only one who wondered that. I'll take a bow. <laughs> um, the, the thing to remember here is that no reputable editor has ever accepted a short story or a novel or anything based on they liked the font or they liked the paper or they did something cute. But many editors have rejected things for that mm -hmm. reason. Yeah. You have to let your writing speak for itself. Which means stand out as little as possible in everything but your writing. Yeah. Yeah. You want your writing to make an impression. Um, and we'll go into in a few minutes here um, uh, stories, if you've got any, of really bad submissions. I, I think people like to hear these. I've got, <laughs> I've got a couple of them. Um, but uh, before we do that, um, I just want to say we'll probably just do a full 30-minute podcast here, and we'll cut it into two pieces um, is what I'm thinking. Um, Sounds like a so good idea. we'll stop in just a couple seconds here, and I'll do an intro to a new podcast, and you guys all <laughs> listening at home can know what's going to happen. We're just going to cut this in half. Okay. Um, but anyway, so let's get into dumb stories that people submit. Um, dumb ways that people submit stories. You've got cool things that happen. You got any good ones? Anyone oh. ever done something really dumb? Well, I did have one decoupage her envelope. Oh, really? As in mag cut, clipping out for magazines yeah, uh -huh. and then, you know, shellacking okay. that <laughs> with little messages. When I was at Leading Edge, we got a submission in It crayon. was really odd. Um, I was there for yeah. that mm -hmm. from, yeah. from a prisoner. Yeah, yeah. I haven't gotten any prisoner um, mm. submissions that, as that a professional. That one was, was particularly interesting. That. We got them in different colors all the time. Sometimes they were perfumed. Uh, cover layers that were perfumed were very interesting. <laughs> um, often people will send me their author photo, like what? as if I were going to, you know, oh. just need it right then. Mm -hmm. No need, you know. Um, sometimes people will <laughs> um, send in their own hand-drawn art to go, along, art to go yeah. along with it. That look, oh, they would do that all the time. Yeah, oh, and, and... And it just makes you want to toss the thing right then. If they don't know... I usually not. do. Yeah. Um, because it's usually not even very good art. It's mm -hmm. usually stick... Slightly better than stick figure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of, one of our standard rules at Leading Edge was if your story's in second person present tense, <laughs> we don't want to read it. Really? Um, there, there's, there's, a, there's ways to make that kind of thing work, but... And, and, and there are authors who can make that kind of thing work, but there's a reason that most stories are written in the same person in there the same is. tense. Well, the tense, the tense thing I would have a problem with, I can only think of one book in YA that actually goes into um, present, I mean, uh, second person. It's not tense, mm -hmm. you know, second I person. But there, YA is the place. If you're going to experiment with it, experiment with uh, second person, not second person. Yeah. Present, Present tense. tense. <laughs> was that an established author that did it, or was it a first-time author? The, the, the one you're thinking of. second person one? Yeah. He had written several well-respected. And See. so, yeah, and that's the thing. You mm -hmm. have to, you have to, you know, it's like Holes. Yeah. We were just talking about this weekend in a couple of panels that I was on. Holes is a great example of it's middle grade. It's multiple viewpoints. And the general standard rule in... Um, yeah. Middle grade is one or two viewpoints tops mm -hmm. because you want a linear viewpoint. Yeah. You want to be able to have something something go the plot go all the way through with one character and really identify with that character. And and holes you've got three different stories going on and 
every the end of every chapter like why am i going to 100 years before when we're talking about a kid digging holes in the desert and suddenly we're talking about kissing kate out in the yeah. you know shooting up stagecoaches 100 years before but he had been writing for 20 years yeah. before that he, he came to a point where he could write this masterpiece that he won a Newberry for. Mm-hmm. Well, then, great. Mm-hmm. But yeah. for your but first book, probably not the yeah, best thing. Yeah, you have to know the rules before you're you're allowed to break them. Yeah. Yeah. This has been part one of our discussion with Stacy. We'll continue where we left off next week. This podcast is brought to you by Tor, a leading publisher of science fiction and fantasy. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.